You're listening to episode 230 of the FitzPro podcast. And today is for all my ladies out there. We are going to go over seven reasons for women to lift weights, to strength train, to enter the endeavor of hypertrophy and putting on muscle mass. There are so many benefits to weightlifting for women specifically, and that is what we're talking about today. So whether that is you or whether you work with women and female clients and you want to also share this messaging, whether that be on social media, email with your clients, then I encourage you to do so. Without further ado, let's dive in. The FitzPro Podcast is your no BS approach to seeking out truth in the world that is online health and fitness. You'll see through the lens of the trainer, the trainee, and the entrepreneur. I'm your host, Annie Miller, certified strength and conditioning specialist, entrepreneur, lover of sleep, lattes, and dinosaurs, aka not your average FitzPro. And my aim is to help you grow your mind, body, and business through knowledge and authenticity so that you too can become a FitzPro. If you are currently on the endeavor of putting on muscle mass and or gaining strength and or upping your protein, I encourage you to check out Legion Athletics. They are the number one brand of all natural sports supplements in the world. They are what I use exclusively for my protein, my creatine, my pre-workout, my multivitamin, my magnesium. They just dropped a vitamin K a few months ago. So if you haven't checked them out, make sure that you do. They're clean. They're no bullshit. They have the scientific literature to back not only the ingredients that they use, but also the dosages, the effective dosages of the ingredients that you know make the claims to do X, Y, and Z inside your body. So I love Legion. I back them. Um, Be sure to check them out if you are looking at supplements or implementing, like I said, creatine, protein, et cetera, into your diet. Go to buylegion.com. Use code Annie at checkout for either double Legion reward points if you already love them or 20% off your first order. So it is no secret that I am team lift for life. That is largely where my phrase long haul mentality came from. I literally have apparel that says that on the apparel because I am a sucker for the grind. The day-to-day that nobody wants to do, but everybody needs, the process by which they actually get the results that they want, it applies to weightlifting, your career, building a business, any pursuit of something more than the mundane. Today, we're going to dive into the physical, the mental, the spiritual reasons for women to lift weights. Most of these apply to men as well, but 85% of you are ladies, and that's who my clientele have always been. So that is who we are going to speak to today. And some of these do specifically apply to just women. So that is the topic of today. Weightlifting is, in the simplest sense, applying science to a set of skills that you build over time. This can, and more often than not, does manipulate the body in the form of physical and physiological adaptations. Those adaptations are why women need to lift weights. Being stronger, more mobile, having higher self-efficacy and self-esteem are rarely bad things, and those all come from weightlifting. So first up, and possibly the most focused on females, is to increase bone density and to offset things like osteopenia and osteoporosis. Osteoporosis is far more prominent in women than it is in men. We naturally hold less muscle mass and provide less tension to all of our connective tissues. Bone is not highly vascular. It does not have a high blood flow whatsoever, which means that it takes a lot longer for bone to adapt to stimulus that we put on that tissue. 
Muscle adapts the quickest. Tendons and ligaments next, they have less vascularity than muscles do. And lastly, bones. Now locomotion, movement happens via our muscles pulling on bones via our tendons. That is literally how our bodies move, providing tension to these tissues, load to these tissues, is how we cause new tissue to grow and become stronger. That is what we want in this case for our bones. Now it can take six months to a year for significant bone growth or bone density to increase from weightlifting. Again, applying load and tension to the skeleton is what causes this demand for new growth. Load and tension can come in many forms, so I eat jogging. Jogging is something I think people think of as like a light activity, but you have two to three times your body mass going into the ground with every step you take during jogging. That is putting a large force on the bones of your lower body. But weightlifting is the most superior way, is the most ideal way, resistance training, for this to happen in the entire body because we can be so specific with how we load our different joints, muscles, tendons, and bones. The next one is to improve and use mobility. There is some kind of saying about your mobility and your age or your lifespan, like you're only as old as your spine is mobile or something like that. I don't know what it is, but this is true in my opinion for all mobility. I trained people in person for five years before going fully online. And for me, the 60s, as in the age of the 60-year-old women, 60 to 67 was the age of women that I'm referring to here. That age is where I saw the largest gap in ability. I trained three to four women from I think 60 or 62 to 67 years of age. One was a national swimmer and had amazing fitness, though she did lack strength and some mobility, which is why she was coming to me and what we were working on. One could not get off of the floor from a split squat and had a terrible base of fitness. That's nothing against her. That's to explain that gap that I saw. That was kind of my first experience as a trainer seeing like, wow, age is just a number to some extent. And mobility is youth for sure. Mobility and strength is youth. Fitness is youth. I've had family members in their 60s hiking mountains and playing with grandkids and those who need assistance for daily movements and daily functions. There is obviously context there and many variables at play, but witnessing these differences in this span is what brought the importance of mobility and strength to my mind as a trainer, or I guess the realization of what is held in mobility and strength, especially for women. Mobility and many other pieces of fitness definitely fall under the idea of you don't use it, you lose it. And the next one also falls under that, which is to increase muscle mass. This might be an obvious one. When I think of muscle mass, I like to think of it in context or in relationship with other tissues, which the human body can be comprised of, mainly fat. If you're not building muscle or largely comprised of muscle, and muscle is how we cause our bodies to move, we talked about locomotion, then what are you made of? What is your body made of? And the truth is going to be that a fair amount of that is going to be adipose tissue. It's going to be fat. 
overall health benefits from hosting and maintaining muscle mass in comparison to fat mass cannot be denied. Muscle is harder to build for women than it is for men. We have less growth hormone. We have less testosterone naturally. This is due to, again, our natural makeup as well as hormone profile. It's not a bad thing. We can certainly build muscle, but we definitely have to be intentional about doing so. Our protein intake, the way that we load our body through resistance training is very important. And muscle mass becomes harder to hang on to, so harder to maintain as we age. So the importance of building and maintaining muscle becomes more and more pertinent. Uh, If you have not looked up Dr. Gabriel Bryan, excuse me, Gabriel Line. She has so much research or talks about so much research and information on this topic of the importance of having muscle mass, not only not being obese, like yes, she recognizes that there is an obesity epidemic and there are many, many health issues that are linked with obesity, but also the importance of actually carrying and having muscle mass on the body from a metabolic standpoint and how advantageous that is. So again, she knows way more than I do. Look her up. I encourage you to do so, but I I am definitely on team have muscle mass and there's likely not a lot of negatives that are going to come from that. The next one is mental fortitude. This falls outside of the more physiological reasons that we've been talking about. If you're pushing yourself in the gym, you experience challenges and you're choosing those challenges. And through taking on those challenges, you'll see that you are resilient, that your mind and your body are both resilient, that you can be uncomfortable, that you can choose to be uncomfortable and you can stay under control and push through that discomfort and come out on the other side. And if you're doing this for the long haul, you are bound to have days or even seasons, months where you just don't want to, but you choose to over and over again And that self-efficacy and showing up for yourself and the self-accountability, which we will talk about in another point, builds that mental fortitude. Another reason in the words of Elle Woods is that people who work out have endorphins and people with endorphins don't kill people. So endorphins and serotonin and happy feelings is another reason to work out in all seriousness Anecdotally speaking, I almost always feel better about my entire day when I've worked out, specifically when I have strength trained. Maybe that is the endorphins, and maybe that is because I have prioritized myself. I've made a decision to push myself. I have done something that I said I was going to do, so I have remained accountable to myself. I am sure that there is research on this as far as you know the, the happy feelings that come after a workout, how much of it is endorphins based and how much of it is just you simply decided to do it. I don't know, but regardless, I've seen it with hundreds of clients. I've seen it with myself. You feel better. And I think that it's a reason to lift weights. The next one is self-efficacy and self-esteem. Those are two different things, but we did talk about self-efficacy a bit, and that is just accountability to self, doing what you don't want to, but doing what you know you need to, doing what you said you were going to do daily or working on a skill, exercises that you don't like, enter whatever it is here. It's a challenge. 
but it's something that maybe you don't want to do in the moment, but you know that is better for your future self and you make that decision that's going to build self-esteem and self-efficacy. It's also a way to tune into your physical self. One of the biggest things that I missed in my early postpartum period was tuning in through my normal warm-up and mobility. That's kind of a time where you're fully present, or I think you should be fully present in that. Throughout your day, you are stimulated, you are occupied with other things, and when you work out, it is one of the only times, I think, in your day that you are fully tuned into yourself, and in this case, your physical self. So I think that that's a really important thing. I've, again, I've seen it with myself, and I've seen it with my clients. Also, this is still under self-efficacy and self-esteem. When you lift, I think... You feel like you look better, even if you don't. It's a thing. I have an Instagram post on it. It always performs well, and that tells me that other people can relate to this. Maybe you feel like soft and squishy and just not your best, and then you do one workout and you're like, I am health. I am a meat suit. And I just think that it's hilarious because again, so many people relate to it whenever I post it. So I think that your perception of yourself goes up when you lift weights. You can agree or disagree. Only two more. The next one is uh, to improve and use strength. So much like mobility, under the same obviousness as building muscle, you feel capable and you also are capable. One of the things that really stuck out to me at the end of our world travels was how heavy my backpack felt. And that might sound silly, but I have never, I had never in my adult life experienced like uh, a lack of ability or capability due to a lack of strength. And I was like, oh my gosh, I feel weak. Like my backpack feels really heavy. And I did not enjoy that feeling. And when you lift weights, specifically strength training or put on muscle size in a functional manner, then the rest of your life can just become easier because you not only feel more capable via building these different skills, but you actually are more capable. You're stronger, you're more mobile, you can get into better positions, et cetera, et cetera. Now, muscle mass is the potential for strength. So this is kind of back to that like body composition, fat versus muscle and utility. Um, In terms of improving and using strength, building muscle goes with that because muscle mass is the potential for strength. Strength is simply us using whatever muscle mass we have to create a force output. So building muscle is important, but also using that muscle to exhibit strength is important. And then building skills, this is all still under the use of strength. Um, Strength is a skill that you build through lifting weights. And building skills can be difficult. It can also be very rewarding. I think that's a reason to lift weights. And I think using those skills, um, different kinds of mobility, again, kind of go back to building that self-efficacy, that self-esteem and feeling capable. And that is a benefit of having and using strength. The last one that I will say, which is seven or eight now, um, is the domino effect. So for me personally and for my clients that I've worked with and for colleagues that I've spoken to, a lot of times when you are lifting consistently, you end up just making better decisions around nutrition, having a higher protein intake or prioritizing protein intake, prioritizing your sleep and your night sleep so that your morning goes smoothly so that you can get your lift in at whatever time that takes. Uh, You know, putting out your clothes the night before. There's just a level of preparation that comes with 
lifting weights and making that decision, uh, more water intake, maybe more electrolyte intake. It just makes for overall better health decisions when you are consistently choosing to take part in weightlifting. Now that could be running for some people that could be other forms of fitness. I think the same kind of domino effect takes place, but with my clients, with my expertise, weightlifting tends to do that for people. And so it is one of my favorite things about seasons that I am able to lift, you know, four or five days a week is that I, again, tend to prioritize sleep, prioritize protein intake, prioritize water, because you want to get the most out of the weightlifting sessions that you are putting in, the work that you're putting in, the decisions that you're making. So that is all I have for today. Those are seven or eight. I honestly lost track reasons for women to lift weights. Give the show five stars, leave a written review wherever you listen. It is very helpful. Let people know what they're in for. If you enjoy the content that I put out, I encourage you to get on my mailing list. You can go to anniemiller.co backslash news. To do that, there are exclusive podcast listener discounts at the bottom of every email. Until next time, I am Annie Miller, and thank you so much for tuning in to the Fitzpro podcast. Podcast.